DIY Health Radio here on the Truth Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Tuesday, September 6, 2022. And this program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. And I'll add to that just natural health uh, healing and um, <clears throat> I just recommend you uh, check out the website, yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. And there's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there, especially the new iTeraCare device, which is featured right at the top of the homepage. There, uh, there's a video there that uh, gives a quick rundown as to uh, what it's all all about and then uh, below that you'll find a link to my youtube playlist and i recommend you check that out just bear in mind that there's some of the people there you know because i've uh, scoured the youtube for different videos of people discussing these things the technology uh, testimonies and that kind of stuff Uh, there may be um, links to other people's websites to buy the devices i just ask you come back to mine um to actually make a purchase if you so desire that will support the show and um, it will uh, just be a nice thing to do dance with the one that brought you anyway check it out and um, if you have any questions about anything hit the uh, contact me button and also while you're there be sure and hit the radio shows tab and at the top of the page you'll see the link to the archive page set up through castbox.fm got over 900 shows up there right now and they're all annotated as to what we talked about. They're shareable via email and social media, which we encourage you to do. And just have fun with it. If you scroll down a little further, you'll see the information about the shows we do, when you're on, when they're on, and how you listen. And then at the bottom of the page is a link to the Facebook page set up for the show, as well as the Telegram channel, which is where most things get posted, because Telegram doesn't censor like Facebook do. Anyway... Keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Truth Frequency Radio Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say in the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health or wealth issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. The number to call into the show is 213-233-3998. Again, that's 213-233-3998. One last time, 213-233-3998. And um, just uh, I hope everybody had a uh, nice Labor Day for those of you here in the U.S. of A. 
I don't think they celebrate Labor Day in Canada. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Alan. But uh, um, anyway, just hope you had a good Monday. Uh, I had a nice one myself. Just slept till noon. But before it's dark, I didn't have every pic picnic basket in Yellowstone or Jellystone Park. <laughs> uh, for all you know, just dating myself for all you Yogi Bear fans out there. But anyway, I uh, had a great day. Just relaxed. Uh, had some nice uh, barbecued chicken on the grill. And, oh, cool. They do celebrate Labor Day in Canada. Is it the same day? Was it yesterday? Uh, or was it another day? <laughs> uh, I'm learning all these things. Uh, yeah, cool it was yesterday. Okay, that's good to know. Fantastic. Well, I hope you had a good one. Um, but, uh, yeah, just relax. Had, uh, like I said, did some barbecue chicken on the grill and uh, had a great meal. It was all the fixings, mashed taters, gravy, oh, fresh tomatoes from the garden. And our tomatoes this year were just the best we've had in years. Thank you to um, Longevity's Bloomin' Minerals and um, Turboganics. If you have never tried Turboganic, I think I don't think there's an S on the end. Um, go to Turboganic.com. T-U-B-R-O-G-A-N-I-C.com. Turboganic.com. And um, one of my listeners to my afternoon show, John in Utah, uh, has that stuff. And it is phenomenal. Uh, two caps, two capfuls and a gallon of water sprayed on the roots when you first plant the uh, plants. And then I, I also do foliar spray on the, on the leaves and things. Only hit it twice this year just because I ran out of time and didn't get out there to do it more. And we had plants that were taller than me. And... The yield was just phenomenal, and the tomatoes were bright red, just loaded, I mean, just dense, and um, no problem with bugs at all. Uh, just an amazing product. Uh, very inexpensive. I think a quart bottle is $29.95, something like that. And, man, I'll tell you what, I'm a believer. Two applications, and if I'd have kept going, there's no telling what would have happened, but... Um, uh, they're still yielding even now and uh, cherry tomatoes big you know full-size tomatoes uh, beans uh, cucumbers I think we I don't know if we had any peppers this year or not I don't, no, I don't think we did uh, but just um, everything was really really good so I encourage you to try that you know, I don't get anything from it it's just uh, it's a great product and when I find something good that I like I share it turboganic.com and uh great stuff and uh oh yeah <laughs> alan's got another article he just posted for me young doctors in canada are dying at 12 times the normal rate after their second booster uh, thank you steve kirsch uh great researcher lots of good information and we will probably get into that here shortly um before we do that though excuse me i wanted to play a video that a friend of mine gave me and this was a um, uh, SGT report where a guy named, I think it was Tim Truth, uh, had done some research and found that the um, uh, Australian government has classified the COVID jabs as poison. And I want to play this. It's a little over 30 minutes long, so we're going to get into the second segment. But this is some interesting stuff. So here we go.
Listen to what they're authorizing these nurses to do. The nurse may possess and administer the following Schedule 4 poisons. Generic name, SARS-CoV-2 vaccine, aka the COVID-19 vaccine. This order is intended to facilitate the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine program by authorizing the Department of Defense to obtain, possess, or supply COVID-19 vaccine, which is a Schedule Four poison. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so very much for tuning in. You just heard from Tim Truth, and I don't normally do this, but in this video, I'm going to play Tim's entire blockbuster video about the Australian government planning to poison its own population in writing these health ministers in Australia parading as the saviors of the population. Well, their names are in black and white and they signed on the dotted line to go along and promote this plan of genocide. Friends, this may be the most important 30 minutes of your time that you'll spend this year. Please spread this far and wide. And before we begin with the Tim Truth video about this genocide, let me just remind you about what five or six recent guests of mine have said about this bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. And now we have the documents allegedly coming from the Australian government itself that this is absolutely genocide, but even worse, it's democide. This is a crime scene investigation. So the crime being committed is the mass murder of the human race. The method is by injecting bioweapons called vaccines into everyone. The physical evidence are the biostructures found in the vaccinated bodies. And the premeditated evidence are the medical studies, the scientific articles and patents, all of which describe the biostructures and all of which were documented before the mass injection of bioweapons happened. This is the biggest conspiracy against humanity in world history. Absolutely, Sean. But it's also, don't forget, the top DOD offense in, uh, in the Department of Defense, the top command, are co-conspirators in all of this. They knew what they were doing. So do the Biden officials. Biden administration officials scramble to escape blame for unlawful Pentagon order mandating mRNA for troops. Every single one of these COVID injections, they all contain luciferase, every single one of them. And the luciferase gets coded into the genome. This is very important for people to understand because luciferase is from insects. This is the part that's not being talked about anywhere. The vectors for the messenger RNA are genetically modified parasites, parasitic organisms. I think this is worse than what we saw in Nazi Germany. I think with cancers exploding like 20 times, the excess deaths, I mean, we really need to get to the bottom of what these excess death numbers are because that's the murder number. You know, excess deaths compared to a normal year, that's the ongoing murder number and it's gonna keep rising. The only difference between where we could be and where we are is people who said, okay, here, I'll roll up my, my sleeve. Okay, I'll cover the spirit God gave me. I'll cover my breath for you. The thing I was given when I got life in this world, I'll go ahead and cover that up for you. I didn't, a lot of my friends didn't, and yet most did. Right, this is World War Three or Four, depending on who you talk to. And it's a war of the mind, it's a war of the heart, it's a war of the soul. And so anytime you step onto Telegram, Truth Social, Facebook, Twitter, whatever platform it is, you are literally stepping onto a battlefield.
Friends, there truly is a war on for your mind, your body, and your soul. If there's going to be Nuremberg trials to bring these anti-human demons and traitors to justice, there can be no better evidence than what you're about to see. Before we start with Tim Truth, just a quick word about a really great sponsor. There's still a lot of cartoons around today. The Simpsons is great, but if you want to spread the news about the Infowar satirically, you're going to love Flip City Magazine. You really have to support these guys. They're 100% independent. It's a printed, uncensored free speech platform for artists and writers, and there's nothing else like it. They're fighting the culture war with comedy and art. It's the most savage satire magazine that exists. And I want to quote our buddy Salty Cracker, who said, mocking woke nonsense to a 10. That's Flip City Magazine. How dare you? You can visit them directly at flipcitymag.com and get a physical print subscription or the digital subscription. And you'll be supporting 100% independent patriots dedicated to exposing the woke who are intellectually broke. You can get your copies at flipcitymag.com. The link is below. Listen to what they're authorizing these nurses to do. The nurse may possess and administer the following Schedule 4 poisons. The following Schedule 4 poisons. Generic name, SARS-CoV-2 vaccine, a.k.a. the COVID-19 vaccine. This order is intended to facilitate the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine program by authorizing the Department of Defense to obtain, possess, or supply COVID-19 vaccine which is a Schedule 4 poison. So point blank right here, plain as day, in black and white, COVID-19 vaccine is a Schedule 4 poison. That's according to the Victoria government. Now, this one is the most disgusting of them all, the poisoning of children, injecting poisons into children. Public Health Act 2016, instrument of authorization to supply or administer a poison, SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine. COVID vaccinators, child and adolescent health services. And if I'm reading this right, this is the third of such authorizations to poison children. So I'm sure many of you will remember this back from April of 2021, although I'm also sure that many of you haven't even seen this. This is an absolutely crazy, evil document. Public Health Act of 2016, Western Australia, instrument of authorization, authorization to supply or administer a poison. And what poison is that? Well, it says very clearly, SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine. And who's administering it? Australian Defense Force, the National Military of Australia. This was published March the 10th, 2021. And it comes along with a document, a PDF document, where somebody actually signed their name to this crap. The chief health officer, of Western Australia signed his name on this crap. Now, it seems like they're either embarrassed, ashamed, or trying to hide their guilt, their treasonous crimes against humanity. Because now when you go to this website, it redirects you to another page called Superseded Authorization Supply or Administer Poison, SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19 Vaccine, Australian Defense Force. Oh, but look at this. We are not authorized to access this page. It says, quote, you are not authorized to access this page. But they are tracking me with Google Analytics and sending a whole boatload of information to the Google servers that the government can access at any time. And it's not just the military. 
These insane public health evil bureaucrats in Australia have also authorized various nurse positions, various pharmacists, and other healthcare providers to administer this poison, as they call it. Here's an example. We'll get to this in a second, but just to show. Public Health Act 2016, instrument of authorization to supply or administer a poison, the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine. And who does this authorize? COVID vaccinators for child and adolescent health services. So this is authorization to poison children. Authorization to poison children. And we'll talk in a second. Some of these governments call it a Schedule 3 poison, maybe a Schedule 4, maybe a Schedule 8 poison. Not exactly sure what they're getting on about, but they definitely call it a poison over and over and over again. And poison has a very specific definition, and it's not a good one. It's a substance that when introduced into an organism can cause damage, injury, illness, or death. So this is a license to kill granted to these Nazi bastards by themselves. So it does a 301 redirect and then it says 403 forbidden. So out of all of their authorizations to poison, this one definitely got spread around the most. 2021's order number two, authorization to poison number two. And keep in mind that count resets every year. So in 2022, it'll restart. And it restarted in 2021. I haven't been able to find exactly how many authorizations to poison they've administered, but we see at least seven just in 2021 and then multiple others in 2020. And I've seen at least one or two in 2022. And all of these are linked up on the Substack article linked down below. Or just go to timtruth.substack.com. So it's telling people forbidden. The website is saying, hey, this is forbidden. You're not allowed here, which is an interesting choice of words for the government to use about this previously public website that was getting shared around because the government authorized itself to poison people with the military. And now when you go there, it tells you you are not authorized. You are not authorized to access this page. Oh, but you're authorized to inject poison into people and call it a vaccine and say it's safe and effective. And look at this. When you load up the page and you look at the network tab, you can see it's talking to Google Analytics. And if you don't know, Google Analytics is a high-tech tracking system that follows users all around the Internet and gives companies that basically collect information using Google Analytics all these additional tools and database tables full of their users' information, full of their visitors' information. And I caught them, and I can see that they're passing sensitive information along that I don't want them to have about myself, that you probably don't want them to have on you. They're just collecting up all this information. Who knows how it's being used? But for example, the referrer gets passed along. So for example, whereagoes.com is the site that I was on when I clicked this link. But let me show you this live here. If we go to the link, I clicked on this from my Substack, and then I'm going to refresh with the network tab open. You can see the website talks to Google Analytics, and it passes, look at this, http timtruth.substack.com. And this is just the tracking that I was able to find real quick. There's probably other stuff on the government server to log IP addresses, etc., so they know I came to their page and I'm curious about, hey, why is the Western Australian government authorizing themselves to inject poison into people with their military? And I'm checking it out. They're like, oh, no, you can't see this. This is forbidden. And they're collecting data on how I found out about their page. In this case, by clicking this link. 
and they're logging that in Google servers, and they can access that information at any time. They can see my IP address. And I can't help but remember back, the Northern Territories of Australia had a big scandal where the executive, I forgot the job title, his name is Gunner, was getting all of this pushback online. And he came out and he said, oh, don't worry, we looked into it. It turns out most of our criticism is coming from people who don't even live here. And that's very concerning to know that the Australian state government of Northern Territory was going online and looking at all of their criticism and cataloging based on are these people our constituents or are they external? So what are they doing to the people that they found criticizing them online in their country? It's only a half step away from retaliating against those people. If you want your life to continue close to normal, get your jab. For vaccinated people, the check-in app will basically be your freedom pass. For people who make the choice to not get vaccinated, no vax means no freedom pass. There are only three reasons to leave the home now, not five. Work is not a reason to leave the home for the unvaccinated. The chief health officer has also determined that restriction of movement is critical right now and that one hour of exercise for the next four days is not essential. Remember, these restrictions only apply to those who are not fully vaccinated. And if you are out there in any way, shape or form campaigning against this mandate, you are absolutely anti-vax. If you say pro-persuasion, stuff it, shove it. Anyone out there who comes for the mandate, you are anti-vax. I know we are all very aware of the huge amount of misinformation spreading online in the last few days. I don't really want to lean into the lies that are being spread. Although, given these press conferences, generally get spliced up by international trolls. Hello to all conspiracy theorists overseas watching this. Please get a life. 99.99% of the BS that's flying around the internet about the territory is coming from flogs outside the territory, mostly America, Canada, and the UK. So here's what happens when you go to the link. The Western Australian government website serves up a 301. It says, go to that page over there and it hands at this URL. Superseded authorization supply or administer poison the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine. So we can see here, this is number seven, authorization to supply poison number seven. And that's just for 2021. And I think there might be more after number seven. There were additional other authorizations to poison back in 2020. And there were more in 2022. Although it's really hard to track all these down because it seems like it's operation damage control for the murderous government. So let me get this straight. They've authorized themselves to inject poison into people, call it a vaccine. But you and I and our loved ones, our friends and our families, the victims of the poisoning, are not authorized to read about the poisoning authorization. So unbelievably evil. This is straight out of the Nazi playbook. The government allows itself to poison the people, and then we see a massive depopulation. How many people has the Western Australian government killed? Wow, this story is absolutely unbelievable. This is a bombshell. So I want to remind people back on April 30th, 2021, I put out this video. Australia health officials authorization to administer poison. Here's a quick excerpt from that video. Well, I've seen a lot of strange things today, but this is one of the strangest. This is on the wa.gov.au website. This is the Australian government, I believe, West Australia. Public Health Act 2016, instrument of authorization. Authorization to supply or administer a poison. Authorization to supply or administer a poison. And then look at what they call the poison. SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine. Australian Defense Force. 
Why are they calling the so-called vaccine a poison? Look at this. They're authorizing the administration of the vaccine, which they call a poison. It says here, guidance and authorization by the chief health office under Section 197 and Section 198, Public Health Act 2016, to authorize relevant Australian Defense Force employees to supply and administer the COVID-19 vaccine. And then they link this document here. Instrument of authorization. Authorization to supply or administer a poison. Which poison? Well, the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine, it says. Number two. So you click download this. 403, forbidden. But I've got to tip my hat and give a big thank you to whoever sent me this email here with the full document. Right here. Public Health Act 2016. Instrument of authorization. Authorization to supply or administer a poison. The SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine. 2021. I, Dr. Andrew Robertson, Chief Health Officer, acting pursuant to Sections 197 and 198 of the Public Health Act that gives power for the purposes of emergency management during a public health state of emergency to authorize a person to supply or administer a poison, hereby authorize the persons occupying the class of position in Column 1 of the attached schedule to perform the statutory functions in column two of the attached schedule, subject to the conditions, limitations, or restrictions, if any, set out in column three of the attached schedule. So why are they not serving this file up anymore? Are they a little bit embarrassed that this got out there? So it authorizes these officers to administer the poison, aka the COVID-19 vaccine. It says here under column two, under functions, receive possess and supply the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine to residential aged care and disability facilities. Administer the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine to residents and... All right, we'll uh, wrap this up on the other side of the break. Stick with us. We'll be back in three minutes with more year DIY help here on the True Frequency Radio Network. to get it all back they say we'll legalize your drug deal but you gotta give us lots of jack well wake up you're being screwed pharmaceutical drug guys can be so rude they don't care if you live or you die long as they get that piece of pie my 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 don't care if you live or you die and welcome back uh, to the second segment of today's edition of your diy health we're going to get right back to the recording showing that the australian government has classified the sars cov2 jabs as a poison and personally authorized all these people to go out and inject this stuff into australians who didn't know any better here we go F at the premises to which the vaccines have been supplied in accordance with the Australian COVID-19 vaccination policy. Okay, here's the Public Health Act of 2016. Very concerning document, which gives a lot of crazy powers that I think 
deprive people of their rights to these health officers and their delegates. It says here, this section overrides the Poisons Act of 1964, as well as the Medicines and Poisons Act of 2014 and the Misuse of Drugs Act of 1981. And then I'm noticing here, powers in relation to quarantine and medical or other procedures. It says, for emergency management purposes, an emergency officer may direct a person to do all or any of these things. Remain in an area specified by the officer for any period specified by the officer. To remain quarantined from other persons for any period and in any reasonable manner specified by the officer. To undergo medical observation, medical examination, and or medical treatment, or to be vaccinated as specified by the officer. To undergo decontamination procedures within any reasonable period and in any reasonable manner specified by the officer. All right, so it just goes into a lot of detail about their unfettered power. Let's skip down to section 197, which is referenced right here in this document here titled Instrument of Authorization. Authorization to supply or administer a poison, the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine by the Australian Defense Force. See, section 197 and section 198 are explicitly mentioned. It says right here, section 197, chief health officer may authorize persons to administer, manufacture, supply, or prescribe poisons. Let's look up the word poison here because words have meanings. A substance that is capable of causing the illness or death of a living organism when introduced or absorbed. It says here, for the purposes of emergency management during a public health state of emergency, the chief health officer may authorize a person or class of persons to administer, manufacture, supply, or prescribe a poison. A person authorized under paragraph A may administer, manufacture, supply, or prescribe a poison. What the heck are they going on about? What the heck is wrong with these people? This is disgusting. And then they try to cover this up. This should be in the public record. It's still on their website, but when you click download, it says request blocked. Request blocked. And by the way, a 403 error means forbidden. So they've made this a secret document. A secret document authorizing under emergency powers the ability to poison citizens? I mean, this is what it says. This isn't even a conspiracy theory. I'm just reading their document here. What the hell is going on here? So those were just a few clips from this April 30th, 2021 video I put out on this topic. But the situation has gotten even more bizarre, even more Orwellian. This government who's decided that they've authorized themselves to poison people, inject poison right into people's bodies. This government has now entered full-on damage control mode, whereby many of these authorizations to supply or administer a poison, the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine or other treatments, have been buried and smokescreened from the public. Pages that used to work are redirecting to entirely different pages that say, you're not authorized to read this. But they never stopped their evil ways. They just kept reissuing and extending and burying and hiding these authorizations to inject poison into the people of Australia's arms. Absolutely sickening. They have scrubbed this off their website. They've put out a new document which supersedes this authorization to supply or administer a poison. This is West Australia government. So they've tried desperately to hide and to bury 
and to conceal these authorizations to administer poison, inject poison. But we have managed to get our hands on a few examples, and I wanted to go through some choice excerpts here. This was the first authorization to supply or administer a poison, the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine, in 2021. So this isn't the first ever. This is the first of 2021. This guy has signed off on so many authorizations to administer poison. He deserves his face on the wall of hideous human experimenters like Mangala. Look at this. I, Dr. Andrew Robertson, Chief Health Officer of Western Australia, acting pursuant to Sections 197 and 198 of the Public Health Act 2016, that gives power for the purposes of emergency management during a public health state of emergency to authorize a person to supply or administer a poison. This instrument of authorization, that's what this whole thing's called, instrument of authorization, authorization to supply or administer a poison, the SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine. This instrument of authorization shall take effect from February 22nd and shall remain in force until the public health state of emergency is no longer in force or until otherwise amended or revoked, dated February 18th, 2021. So that was order number one. Here's order number two of 2021. This was the one that went viral that we looked at just a second ago, published on March the 10th. So they've issued a lot of these. They can't claim to be negligent. They knew what they were doing. We have the receipts. And I want to give a big shout out to the person who sent me this via email in April of 2021. Thank you so much for bringing this to my attention and sending me the source document, which I have linked up here. It's on my Odyssey. So you can avoid all the governmental tracking. Just go straight to Odyssey. Real quick, we covered this a second ago in the flashback video, but let's look at section 197. The chief health officer may authorize persons to administer, manufacture, supply, or prescribe poisons. For the purposes of emergency management during a public health state of emergency, the chief health officer may authorize a person or class of persons to administer, manufacture, supply, or prescribe a poison. And a person authorized under paragraph A may administer, manufacture, supply, or prescribe a poison. So I've been doing a ton of research to put together this article and video, and I kept finding more and more damning, incriminating documents. And we'll cover in just a second, we have some other states in Australia following suit with this crazy language of authorizing injecting of poison, the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. But the first example I was able to find of authorization to inject poison for the Australian state of Western Australia was April the 9th, 2020. So the WHO declared a pandemic March of 2020, less than a month later, not even a month later, the Western Australian government authorizes themselves to administer poison the SARS-CoV-2 injection. This is straight off their own website. So here's another example I was able to track down. The seventh authorization to administer poison in 2021. Authorization number seven to inject poison. And this is interesting because this is the one that gets redirected to when you try to go to the one that went viral back in April of 2021. But when you go to the pages for either of those two authorizations, Number two or number seven, it tells you you are not authorized to see these Nazi war crimes. I'm paraphrasing. But you can see it's evolved from number two to number seven. They've added this bit about the World Health Organization appeal to authority, if you will. But it has this line again. I, Dr. Robertson, 
Chief Health Officer, acting pursuant to these sections that give me, for the purpose of emergency management, the power to authorize people administer poison, hereby authorize the people that I'm going to mention, blah, blah, blah. So basically he's saying, I'm invoking my power to authorize the poisoning of Australians if I claim it's for public health. And he even signs this crap. September 22nd, 2021. What's interesting is the Western Australian government website has a search function. And I searched for some keywords. And I found this other example here from 2020, September 30th, 2020. And this is the second authorization to prescribe or supply a poison of 2020. And I believe the first one was in April, as I just mentioned. I think the first one was April 9th, 2020. And then the second one, September 30th, 2020. And look at their decision. Authorization to supply a poison without a prescription. And they have a document. Authorization to prescribe or supply a poison. Authorization number two, to supply or prescribe a poison. And they love these sections 197 and 198. I, Dr. Andrew Robertson, Chief Health Officer, authorize A, a prescriber to prescribe a Schedule 4 poison or a Schedule 8 poison through a provision of a digital image or a copy of a prescription to a pharmacist. He also authorizes pharmacists to supply a Schedule 4 poison or a Schedule 8 poison upon receiving a digital image or a copy of a prescription for that poison. And they define these things pretty vaguely. Schedule 4 poison means a substance that is classified by the medicines and poisons regulations as a poison included in Schedule 4. So it's a poison. Same for Schedule 8, just a different schedule. It says this authorization takes effect immediately. Now this one is the most disgusting of them all. The poisoning of children, injecting poisons into children. Public Health Act 2016, instrument of authorization to supply or administer a poison. SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine, COVID vaccinators, child and adolescent health services. And if I'm reading this right, this is the third of such authorizations to poison children. This was published summer of 21, July 19th, 2021. I have the source. This is actually on their website. It says this instrument of authorization is additional to the following. Authorization to supply or administer a poison, SARS-CoV-2 vaccine, number one, 2021, and number two, 2021. And this one is also interesting because it talks about treatments as well. So not just the vaccines, but the so-called treatments are also covered under this license to poison. Okay, I also want to cover other Australian states doing the same thing. So I want to focus on New South Wales, and then we'll look at Victoria, because these screenshots are smoking guns, showing the depravity, the insanity of this evil government policy. In New South Wales, Carrie Chant, Listen working to what on ushering in the New World Order is to do, signed off on this on 3-16-2022, so just a few months ago. Poisons and Therapeutic Goods Regulation. I, Carrie Chant, Chief Health Officer, make this instrument pursuant to Clause 170 of the Poisons and Therapeutic Goods Regulation. The authorization is granted. So she granted authorization to poison. Authorization. This order authorizes the authorized person to supply, but only for the purposes of administration, 
the following poisons and restricted substances, adrenaline and the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. So I'm not sure if this first thing includes adrenochrome or just adrenaline, but it's a very ambiguous language here. The following poisons and restricted substances, and then they list two things. It's like, are you calling the vaccine a poison? It goes on to say, the authorized person only administers the poison or restricted substance in accordance with the requirements of the Commonwealth COVID-19 vaccination program. So there's poisons that are being administered. So there's poisons administered as part of the vaccination program. It goes on to say, the authorized person may only administer the restricted substance and poison, but it gets even weirder. In the same document linked up in this article, this order authorizes the authorized person to supply the following poisons and restricted substances. And then they have this two column table, poison or restricted substance, adrenaline, diphtheria toxoid, and then a bunch of vaccines. You can pause and look at all these vaccines. And then there's another table on the next page. This order also authorizes the authorized persons who has completed additional training to supply. And then it has three items in a table called poison or restricted substance. And look right here, SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. So that's what Carrie Chant is up to, ushering in the New World Order, authorizing injecting poison. Let's go over to Victoria. Look at this, also linked up in the article. This is a page called health.vic.gov.au, Medicines and Poisons Secretary Approvals. Look at this approval for poisoning. Nurse Immunizer SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 Vaccine, October 20th, 2021. The Secretary has given approval for nurses registered in Division 1 who already don't possess Schedule 4 poison endorsements. Listen to what they're authorizing these nurses to do. The nurse may possess and administer the following Schedule 4 poisons without supervision or instruction. The following Schedule 4 poisons, generic name, SARS-CoV-2 vaccine, a.k.a. the COVID-19 vaccine. So they're saying right here, SARS-CoV-2 vaccine is a Schedule 4 poison. And I also uncovered this doozy of an admission of war crimes, essentially. Coronavirus.vic.government.au. Drugs, Poisons, and Controlled Substances Act 1981. I, Jacinda DeWitts, Acting Secretary to the Department of Health, and I'm going to skip along here. This order is intended to facilitate the SARS-CoV-2 vaccine program by authorizing the Department of Defense to obtain, possess, or supply COVID-19 vaccine, which is a Schedule Four poison. And the Department of Defense is also authorized to obtain, possess, or supply relevant Schedule Three poisons. So point blank right here, plain as day, in black and white, COVID-19 vaccine is a Schedule Four poison. That's according to the Victoria government. And finally, I want to remind people about this video I put out a couple days ago about this mass die-off in Australia. And I asked, is this proof, is this the smoking gun proof of democide? Look at this massive die-off above and beyond the 2015 to 2019 five-year average. Look at this massive peak here in January, plus 57% for that week. And other weeks around it, not too far off. 
This is absolutely staggering. Is this the smoking gun of democide? Why are all these people dying in excess of the expected amounts? And now we have the documents, all the receipts, where it looks like this mass murder was planned. This poisoning was planned. This kill-off was planned. This is genocide, and it cannot stand. Look at this, up 57% at the peak. This week had 57% more deaths than the baseline five-year average before this pandemic. This is murder, folks. It's time to wake up. It's time to fight back. They're poisoning us. And in plain daylight, they're authorizing these crimes against humanity. They're authorizing, injecting poison into children, seniors, and adults alike. This cannot stand. There you have it. Some crazy, crazy stuff. And I posted the... um links to this the original video uh and the documents in uh, the chat room and also on my telegram channel um well i'll tell you what actually i can't remember if i did that the documents or not uh, let me put those in there here we go um here we go it's like uh 20 26 29 pages something like that um but he's got all the documents that he was reading from on his uh, uh, Odyssey channel, and I got them all downloaded and uh, put them in the Telegram channel. So anybody that wants to take a look at those, go to Telegram and Your DIY Health, I think is the uh, channel title, and you'll get a chance to check it out. And, uh, oh, great. <laughs> Novak. Djokovic banned from U.S. Open for not taking the jab and shows a picture here is Moderna is one of the sponsors. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks, Alan. Digging up some good stuff today. And uh, Steve Kirsch, and this is uh, compliments of Alan in the chat room, too. Steve Kirsch's latest newsletter. Uh, well, not the latest. It was August 30th, though. Young doctors in Canada dying at a rate of 12 times normal rate after their second booster. We now have all the CMA Canadian doctor health, uh, death data in a spreadsheet. Shows that doctors are of uh, uh, 50 and younger are being killed after the second booster. A rate that is over 12 times the normal. Canadian, Canadian Medical Association data from 2020 shows doctors in Canada age 50 and under die at a rate of about 10 to 12 per year. After the latest booster, six Canadian doctors, 50 and under, died within a 15-day period. This suggests that uh, for the past 15-day post-vax period only, doctors are dying at a rate that is 12 times normal, normally expected. Something is very wrong here, but nobody wants to talk about it or look into it. They You'd rather look the other way. Yeah, <laughs> because they don't want to see the truth. Thanks to the brilliant work of Mark Goddard and Brent uh, Kivit Kyler, we now have the CMA death data that I wrote about earlier this uh, in, Google, in Google spreadsheet format, where it can be easily analyzed for the first time. Note that the CMA removed entries prior to 2020 because they said it was too 
resource intensive, too resource intensive to maintain this data. It's hard to believe, but that's what they said. They just didn't want anything that would make uh, the results even more profound. The results are stunning. If we look at the young doctor's deaths, it makes the impact of the vac injections much easier to see because there is more signal than and less noise since doctors under 50 rarely die. I found a 12%, 12 times increase in the rate of all-cause mortality post-injection for Canadian doctors age 50 and under compared to the younger doctors' death rates in 2020. How can they explain that one? Well, they can't. Those Canadian doctors died after the second booster uh, decades earlier than they should have. Want to talk about the C, uh, to the CMA about this, but all five of my requests for comment from them were ignored. They just don't want to talk about it. I'm sure they hope nobody sees this article. So if you're reading this now, you know what to do. <laughs> and there's a big share button right underneath it. Uh, you can verify my calculations yourself. All the data is now in plain sight. Here's how you can verify this for yourself if you're skeptical, skeptical of my work. Number one, open the spreadsheet. And there's a link that is active using filter view 50 and under. You can see that six doctors died in 2020 before the vax rolled out in Canada on December 14th. So six young doctors dead in 348 days is our baseline death rate. From my article on Canadian deaths, we know that at least six Canadian doctors age 15 under that died in a 15-day period from July 13th to July 28th after the forced booster was required. And here they are. Died July 28, 2022, Dr. Candace Naiman, 27 years old, Hamilton, Ontario, pediatrics residence, triathlete, and died while swimming. Uh, next one, died July 23, 2022, Dr. Shaharar Jafali Masluman, age 44, Melville, Saskatchewan, Family physician died while swimming. Ah, swimming's a bad thing to do if you're a doctor, I guess. Um, died uh, July 19th, 2022. Dr. Jacob T. Swawicki, age 40s, Mrs. Um, oh, wait a minute, Mississauga, Ontario. Family physician had gastric uh, cancer, stage four, 11 months. Died July 17th, 2022, Dr. Lauren E. Siegel, age 49, on Ontario, same place as the last one, and looks like he was an enterologist, uh, had lung cancer, stage four, first year. And then this gentleman died July 16th, 2022, Dr. Paul Han uh, Hannum, age 50, Toronto, Ontario, emergency physician, Olympic sailor, died while running. And the last one, July 13th, 2022, Dr. Baharan, Baharan, yeah, Baharan Zad. sorry about it, that, uh, 40s, Newfoundland, family physician, died in her sleep. Ooh, yep, all jabbed four times. Note that the COVID jabs are notorious for accelerating existing cancers. 
and causing new cancers and killing people who are under physical stress, such as swimming or running. I'm not being judgmental here. I'm just saying, uh, tallying up the all-cause mortality rates post-injection compared to average mortality rates for the same age group a year earlier. Pardon me. So we have 11 deaths in 348 days in 2020 versus six deaths in 15 days after the second booster. Hmm. And 6 divided by 15 or 11 over 348 equals 12.6. The 348 days is because the circumstances for the last doctor are suspect since it is after the injections rolled out. So doctors who are 50 and under living in Canada are dying after the second booster at over 12 times the normally expected rate during the 15 days after the shot. What happens for the rest of the year is unknown, but it's probably elevated at a much lower rate. Stick with us. We'll be back in three minutes at the top of the hour with more your DIY health here on the True Frequency Radio Network. Right back. to the second hour of today's edition of Your DIY Health here on the True Frequency Radio Network. Um, looking at the news, man, there's all kinds of craziness going on. Dark times, industry, and infrastructure collapsing by the day across Europe and the USA. Europe's energy shortage about to hit full-blown crisis mode after Russia completely shuts down major pipeline. Entire German economy being plunged into dark ages due to insane electricity prices. Manufacturers halt production. And that's something that's going to be a major issue here. Um, they keep running all these uh, prices for utilities up, especially electricity. And manufacturers can't afford to do it, so they're just shutting their warehouses or their uh, facilities down. Insanity. And you don't think uh, this isn't uh, done on purpose? This is Klaus Schwab's butt baby right now. We're heading into the Great Reset where everybody is going to be begging to make it go back. You know, give us, you know, we'll, we'll give everything up and you take care of us. We'll own nothing and be happy. Yeah. That's what they're pushing everybody towards. And it's getting crazy. And couple that with... The injection spike proteins are persistent. They don't leave the body quickly, as the government falsely claimed. Imagine that. Those things are hanging on. They're getting into the brain, the heart, you know, all over the place. They aren't uh, staying in the arm where they were injected like the Fauci and company 
uh, falsely claimed. And people are finding out now that you take these bad boys and it's an average of about five months from the time you take your second dose to the time that you're going to have a good chance of killing over dead. Uh, that seems to be the standard. I was watching either a video or something in the last day or two trying to figure out where it was so I can uh, cover it here, but I'm drawing a blank. But, uh, yeah, they're looking at the numbers now, and it seems like uh, five months is a uh, decent time. Now, there are a lot of people who uh, obviously keel over dead shortly after taking these jabs, like... Um, the nurse did originally, uh, she was one of the first people, uh, got jabbed on camera and walked from the jab site across the room to the microphone and dropped like a rock. And nobody's seen or heard from her since. And of course, the hospital and everybody says she's doing just fine, but all the pictures they've rolled out since then is definitely not her. So they're trying to cover that one up. And friends and family have set up uh, memorial Facebook pages and things for her, which are probably taken down and uh, stuff like that. But um, and I'm, I think it was Nurse Tiffany, if I remember right. Um, but uh, beautiful young lady, you know, in the prime of her life, took the jab like she thought it was a good idea to do. And man, she didn't make it uh, 20 feet. And that was it. Sack of potatoes hitting the ground. And many, many more have fallen since then, as we just covered with the doctors in Florida or in Canada. Um, it would appear that uh, you want to avoid uh, strenuous physical activity like the plague after taking these jabs, because one of the things these things do is they cause spikes uh, to go in where, excuse me, they cause clots. And when you're doing heavy activity, it puts extra stress on the uh, circulatory system and those clots get dislodged, end up in your heart and your lungs. And that's all she wrote. So uh, definitely. And uh, on top of that clot profits, Medicare spent over 15 billion on blood thinners last year after COVID jabs grew clots. Imagine that. And the smart thing is, number one, don't take the jabs. Number two, rely on na uh, natural health stuff to um, take care of things. Uh, essential fatty acids are nature's way and God's way of keeping your blood the proper viscosity so it's not clotting and that kind of thing. Dr. Wallach actually is one of his lawsuits against the FDA proved that supplementing with essential fatty acids virtually eliminates strokes and that would be uh, the um, thrombotic strokes or clotting strokes now the bleeding strokes you can pretty much virtually eliminate by the use of copper which strengthens the blood vessels so with those two things you know one essential fatty acids and copper which is an essential nutrient mineral which you our best take with selenium that's why longevity's uh, selenium has copper in it because they balance each other out if you have too much of one, you'll have too little of the other otherwise. So um, those two things, if you have those in your supplementation regimen, you can almost virtually guarantee you're not going to have a stroke, either a bleeding stroke, a hemorrhagic stroke, or a clotting stroke or thrombotic stroke. Um, so that's cheap uh, insurance. And on top of that, we also have uh, products that um, 
maintain or have the enzyme natokinase in them. And there are two products, uh, Nightly Essence and uh, Ultimate, um, oh shoot, what's the other one called? Ultimate Niacin Plus. Those two have natokinase, which is a natural enzyme that dissolves blood clots. And if you're taking those on a regular basis, you're giving yourself some extra insurance. So those are the things you want to do. Now, the problem is these clots that are caused by the um, jabs in many cases are not really blood clots, but they are trying to think of the word that they use, um, but it's other stuff that just is naturally coming together and forming um, not a natural clot, but it's almost like a rubber band and um, totally unnatural. Never seen them before until these jabs were rolled out and they are finding them in the veins of people who have died after being injected with these things, uh, with the jabs, the COVID jabs. And it's causing this stuff to develop in the blood vessels and plugging up the blood flow and it's killing people. Now, those clots, uh, for lack of a better term, I don't know whether or not uh, supplementation will keep those things from forming or not because they are very, very unnatural. Uh, but there's a good chance um, that uh, your blood will be at its best if you have uh, the right nutrients. So anyway, let's take a look at this article. How many millions of Americans will be prescribe blood thinners for the damage the COVID-19 clot shots are doing to their vascular system right now. Yet those blood thinners won't even work for the bizarre, and here we go, rubbery nanotech clots formed in the bodies of the injected because they are not the same as normal blood clots, which is what I was just talking about. Do the doctors at all the hospitals already know this? Will the blood thinners work for all those uh, crystalline structures and nanowires that are accumulating heavy metals in the blood of the jabbed? Big Pharma cashing in on injection-induced clots, causing huge boom for the sale of blood thinners. Yeah, they're going to sell the stuff regardless. Yes, Big Pharma is cashing in on the COVID-19 clot shots by prescribing and jacking up the price of blood thinners for Americans who have no clue what's happening to their bodies or why. Pharma is treating the clots even though these kinds of clots can't be thinned out or dissolved by rat poison, which is prescription Eloquist and Xarelto, and also um, Warfarin. Since the fake election of resident Biden, zero has been accomplished to address the skyrocketing prices of blockbuster drugs, including blood thinners, Every year, about 30 million prescriptions for blood thinners, or thinners are filled by pharmacists in America, with about half of those written for the ultra-expensive brand-name ones. Oh, yeah, they're always going to name the brand-name ones as the latest, the fan, most you know, fanciest and bestest working, when in fact they aren't. Um, many times, the old standbys that are out of patent are the best ones available, and uh, of course, they try and mitigate those because nobody makes money on them. You can get generics and they work, but they're cheaper and it's good for the people. Well, it's better, I guess, for the finances of the individual, but bad for big pharma. And that's what it's all about is we're here to make big pharma rich or so they imagine. Anyway, one in 10 Americans older than 75 years is taking some daily. 
Expect that number to skyrocket now that the clot shots are taking effect and the nano clots are accumulating heavy metals inside the blood and growing. Expect the booster shots for COVID-19 to add millions of toxic spike protein prions to the vascular system of 270 million Americans of all ages, adding to the chaos of blood clots and the prescribing of rat poison or blood thinners that won't even help. In other words, Look for many more people below age 75 to be prescribed blood thinners now, since three-fourths of all Americans have been injected with Fauci flu nanotech jabs. And I'm proud to say I ain't one of them. <laughs> blood thinners Eliquis and Zarelto have already bankrolled nearly 50 billion, 50 billion, excuse me, with a B, since 2015. Now they cost over $500 per month. Well, I'll tell you what, that's just one more thing. You've got the rising cost of fuel, the rising cost of electricity, the rising cost of groceries, the rising cost of virtually everything on the market, and add to that the rising cost of drugs. And how on earth are people going to manage to stay above water? It's going to be tough, and that's what's that's planned, trust me. Price of brand name blood thinners says somehow outpaced by inflation, and there's no stopping it now. Every year the cost goes up significantly. These cost 10 times the amount of warfarin and now generic version of the same. They all cost horrific, uh, cause horrific side effects, risking death by internal bleeding should, be, should the victim uh, prescribe patient slip or trip or fall down and bang their head or hip on a hard floor or bathtub, for example. They're going to start bleeding and they won't be able to stop because they're taking anti-clotting agents. Again, another thing that if you were doing it right with essential fatty acids, oddly enough, God's way of doing things keeps your blood at the right viscosity so it's not going to clot up unless you cut yourself experience a laceration, and in that case, your blood will still clot the way it's supposed to. Another reason to avoid MDs, medical deities, and uh, or my latest version of MD, murderous deviants, because they will kill you if given half a chance. America pays five times more for these costly drugs than other countries, and blood thinners won't even work to prevent or dissolve COVID-19 injection-induced clots. What a shame and a huge illegal scam. Eliquist is the fourth top-selling drug in the world since 2020. Imagine that. Plus, it's the costliest drug for all of Medicare. Coincidence? <laughs> we think not. Every year, about 35,000 adverse event reports are filed for anticoagulants taken orally, including 3,000 deaths, plus thousands of cases of internal bleeding and hemorrhaging, usually in the head. Not a good place to have that kind of stuff. Zarelto is the world's top 10 selling or 10th top selling uh, drug and the third most costly for Medicare, prescribed to over a million patients. Got atrial fibrillation, irregular heartbeats, or rhythm disorder? <laughs> yeah, they're going to give you myocarditis or pericarditis. They're going to give you Eliquis or Zarelto 
for a back problem. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, if you've got atrial fibrillation, irregular heartbeats or rhythm disorders, those are caused by a back problem. Nothing wrong with your heart. And Dr. Wallach pegged that. I had atrial fibrillation back in prior to 2012 when I started taking the nutritional supplements. And um, in 30 days, regrew the uh, uh, intervertebral discs in my T1, 2, 3, 4 vertebrae which took the pressure off the nerves exiting the spinal column that regulate the heartbeat. And guess what? In 30 days, my AFib was gone. And I haven't had any problem with it since. That's the idiots of MD land messing with a perfectly good heart because they don't understand the physics of the body. That's most likely from the Fauci flu shots. Expect doctors across America to prescribe these pharma lucrative pills that won't help at all. Exactly. One congresswoman is on the record stating the prices for these two competing products have risen every year since they entered the market at a rate far outpacing inflation without any meaningful improvements to the medications or any apparent increase in production costs. Yowza. So, again, you just want to avoid that stuff like the plague because it will kill you <laughs> like the plague. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Civil war erupts inside the FBI as nearly two dozen agents demand corrupt director Chris Ray and top re- officials resign. Well, that'd be wonderful, except two dozen officials, two dozen agents in the uh, FBI. That's a drop in the bucket. There are thousands in the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Incrimination or incineration, take your pick. And the problem is, is they have no constitutional authorization for their existence. They should be shut down as another failed government program. We don't need federal police other than possibly the U.S. Marshal's office, but otherwise don't need them. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Alan says, geez, these stories piece together and actually terrible bigger picture. Exactly. All this stuff is coming together and is painting out to be looking to be a really rough winter, especially if you happen to live in the EU, but pretty much everywhere. And if you're in a cold environment, heaven help you. You know, uh, UK is really in a bad way. And they're um, having some really nasty increases in their uh, heating bills and stuff. And uh, I would not want to live there this winter. Oh, here we go. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser demands that black children be injected or denied an education. Like the slave days, no reading and writing for blacks. Funny, she's black and she wants to kill all the black kids. She's pretty much a uh, anomaly of the Margaret Sanger. (laughs) Really crazy kind of stuff going on there. And uh, the thing is, is the parents of these children should be taking them out of school, say, fine, I'm not going to subject my child to these murderous injections. I will homeschool them and screw you. (laughs) Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 jabs are still being forced on children in the nation's capital who will not be allowed to attend public school 
another failed government program that should be shut down this fall unless they get their Fauci ouchie. Mayor Muriel Bowser of Washington, D.C., which is comprised of mostly black children within its school system, announced that uninjected students will be banned from both the classroom and from remote learning. Ooh, boy, because nobody knew it, but, you know, COVID can jump into those uh, telephone lines and, uh, you know, broadband lines and infect people at the other end of the computer. (laughs) Transmits via Internet connections. Boy, howdy. Unless a child shows proof of injection within that time frame, he or she will be forced to back off um, to the back of the educational bus. And this was by January 3rd, 2023. So they've got until the beginning of the year to get jabbed or stay out. I would say stay out. You're better off homeschooling. Uh, According to official city data, nearly half of all black children ages 12 to 17 are uninjected because the parents got a little bit of smartness to them. And they're saying, we ain't doing that stuff. Homie ain't playing that game. Which means there are going to be a lot of black children in D.C. who will be kicked out of the classroom and forced onto the streets. They can go to school on Monday, Bowser said, but they need to get their injections and their families will be alerted as to the dates. What will D.C.'s thousands of uninjected black students do after they've been kicked out of school? The Office of the State Superintendent of Education for D.C. How do they have a state superintendent of education for D.C. when D.C. is not a state? Hmm. Anyway, that person announced that all students will need to show their jab certificate by January 3rd of the new year or they will not be allowed to attend school or school activities until the immunization certification is secured by the school. If the student does not come into compliance within a 20 day or 20 school day period, the school must remove the student from the school until the immunization certification is secured by the school, the office said, citing the original 20 day plan that has now been postponed to early next year. When asked specifically about remote learning for uninjected children, Bowser struck down the notion by declaring that we're not offering remote learning for children and families will need to comply with the with what is necessary to come to school. In other words, they are definitely tightening the noose and forcing people to do things that they don't want to do. As of this writing, 47% of black children ages 12 to 15 within the district have not received any Fauci flu shots. In the 16 to 17 age demographic, about 42% are uninjected. In an August 25th press release, DC Public Schools explained that the Coronavirus Immunization of School Students and Early Childhood Workers Amendment Act of 2021, which the council passed that same year, requires all children to roll up their sleeves in order to get an education. Well, it's not an education, it's an indoctrination, and they shouldn't want that in the first place. You want to be programmed to be a good little worker bee, just smart enough to get the job done, but just dumb enough not to ask questions, <laughs> including those who attend private school. Ew. Not only do students have to be jabbed in order to learn, but they will also need to provide proof of negative COVID-19 test result before the start of the 2022-2023 school year, the school district added. And again, one more reason to avoid public school. 
It will give students an excuse not to attend school with the January enforcement of the injection, wrote a commenter. This will not help the already low attendance and graduation rates in the D.C. area. Of course not. And that's the whole idea. <sighs> well, D.C. schools are so bad that maybe staying at home is a better option, responded another, <laughs> presenting a silver lining to this dire situation. I mean, the schools are that bad. <laughs> Someone else said that if he lived in D.C., he would be filing a lawsuit against the district for a property tax exemption on the portion that covers public school funding. So, <laughs> there you go. Since the CDC, the COVID death halt, has determined that there is no difference between jabbed and unjabbed people, why, oh, why would anyone continue sticking themselves? Added another to the conversation, let alone their children that have no real effects from Kung Flu. <laughs> oh, man, too many people are too smart and asking questions, and that's the trouble. You got smart people out there in the hinterlands, and then you got idiots like Muriel Bowser running things. And that's the trouble. You know, you have morons that want to be in charge of stuff who climb the political ladder. And then you have other good, decent people who just want to live their lives and be left alone. Who are now finding themselves having to deal with these idiots that have floated to the cream of the crap, such as Bowser. And perfectly, you know, fits right in with old uh, resident Hyden Biden. And the rest, you know, Fauci and Pelosi and Schumer and the, the squad, all these other morons. God help us. And this is what happens when you kick God out of school. Mm -hmm. Yep, see? He said, where was God? How come he allowed this stuff to happen? Well, you expelled him. <laughs> People are stupid. Pentagon whistleblower says release of evidence proving jab origins of COVID-19 imminent. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that attorney Tom Rents and several others are about to really drop some heavy-duty bombshells regarding all the stuff that's going on with the uh, COVID uh, release from labs and the, Fa the Fauci financing and everything else. Uh, it's going to get interesting here before long. You just mix that in with all the other stuff that's going on. And we're going to have a volatile several months into the fall and winter and early spring, I think. Uh, I hope you're planning ahead. Hope you've been stocking up on stuff because the stocks are going to dry up in the stores here before long. I've been saying it. And it's Mark my words. It's going to happen. Anyway, we're about a minute away from the next break. And America's infrastructure is crumbling. Jackson, Mississippi, running out of water <laughs> in the middle of a flood. They got water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. <laughs> yeah. Rain's coming down, causing floods. But the drinking water system is just totally shot because they've been putting off repairs for years and years and years. And now everything is not working. Sucks to be a resident of Jackson, Mississippi. That's for sure. Oh, man. Green tyranny. Trudeau's Fed agents raiding private lands to test nitrate levels on soil and water sources. Ooh. Germany redefines heat wave to scare people into believing fraudulent climate change narrative. How dare they? <laughs> 
And that's it for this segment. We'll be back in three minutes with the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Cancer research, the biggest revenue. They make all those billions lying to me and you. The same folks that brought you this toxic sewer are now going to bring us all a cure. Somehow I just don't think so. Now the IRS gets billions from people like you and me. Then Medicare pumps it back to the drug lords. And we are back with the last segment of today's edition of Your DIY Health. And I wanted to uh, talk a little bit more about the Itericare device. This thing is literally changing people's lives. And um, the thing is, with all the stuff, you know, we've been, in the last segment, we talked about everything that's going on. Don't forget supply chain disruptions. You know, we've got 17 um, distrib- distribution centers for Itericare in the U.S., and uh, about a week and a half ago, every single one of them was out of stock. And it's a double-edged sword because the more people out there that have the products or want the products, the more people, you know, it's the increase, increasing the supply and increasing demand. But um, I just encourage everybody to jump on board with that as quickly as possible because you never know when shipments from overseas may not get to us anymore. I just noticed I got a caller on the line, so I'm going to go there real quick, oh, and they just dropped off. <laughs> they may have been listening uh, instead of wanting to talk. If you do want to talk, listener, you can feel like feel free to call back in, but we do have a dedicated listening line as well. But anyway, um, the Itericare device is uh, just absolutely amazing. People have been having fantastic results. I've heard, I uh, just saw the other day, someone's doing great uh, with tinnitus, which is ringing in the ears. And I have a friend at church who's experienced that. So I took one in and took my uh, device in the other day and um, had him try it out. And uh, they're going to buy one. Um, not to mention his wife has a um, uh, salt room, which is a really cool thing where they uh, have a system that uh, aerosolizes salt, sea salt, and you go into that room and inhale it, and it basically uh, helps your respiratory system and just does some really cool things for people. And they also have a massage and things like that, so this is going to fit right into their program, and she'll be able to probably market quite a few of these to her clientele. So, uh, But the thing is, is there may come a time when the shipments from overseas come to a screeching halt, and if you don't already have one, you're going to wish you had. It's going to be one of those things that when everything else dries up, when the doctor's offices are closed and the pharmacies are closed, you want to have every single thing possible that you can have at your own disposal in your home to help with uh, health issues. And I will say this again, this is not a health device. Uh, it's not a medical device. It's simply a certified home electric device like a radio or a hair dryer or anything else. It just so happens that it puts out terahertz level frequencies, quantum quantum scalar energy, and um, energies from quartz crystal technology 
that support the body's ability to heal itself. That's the cool thing. And there's nothing negative from that comes out of these devices. They've been tested. There's no negative EMF or anything else. Uh, they're totally safe and very, very easy to use. It doesn't take, you know, it's not rocket science. It doesn't take any um, heavy-duty training. You just plug it in, turn it on, and point it at you. And just move it up and down in circular motions and things like that. Uh, you want to heat up the bones, which helps release the stem cells so they can effectuate the healing process in the body. And it's just amazing the things that these do. Um, and it works on animals as well as people, everything from goldfishes to horses so far we've seen. Or I guess they were, the fish was a beta or beta, whatever it is, had some tail rot going on. And they just pointed this thing at the fish tank. And through the wall of the fish tank, the, and the fish liked it so much, it when it was turned on, that fish would come right over next to the side of the tank where the device was at. And uh, in no time at all, what was normally a lethal disease for a tropical fish uh, was cured, and the fish was going to live at least longer <laughs> because of its treatment. So anyway, um, I've got a testimonial uh, thing here and me, I have and I'm just going to play a few of these. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen. It's over two hours long, but we're just going to play a couple of them just to see where we get. Um, I got to back it up to where it starts uh, right in the middle here. Here we go. Yeah. Give it up, yeah, because I know that yeah. I can feel so you are actually very eagerly to share with more people so that they can also improve their health. Give it up, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, last yeah. but not the least, yeah, uh, thank you, we yeah. want to invite on the line uh, uh, Mr. Albert Liao, yeah, all the way from Malaysia. Yeah, Mr. Albert Liao, welcome. Uh, yeah, hello. Yeah, uh, good evening, Mr. Albert. Good evening. First of all, I want to thank the uh, management for giving me this opportunity to share my testimony. So, uh, June team introduced this product to me, but she did not tell me what product it is. She just said, I'm sending you something. So once you receive it, you please try to use it. <laughs> so that was in the uh, end of June. When I received the product, I just opened up and looked at it. It looked like a hair dryer. So I put it aside. I didn't touch the product. <laughs> One week later, uh, June called me and asked me. She speaks in Mandarin. She thought I'm a Chinese-educated Mandarin. So in fact, I'm English educated. So I can speak Mandarin, but I cannot read. So she asked me, hey, Albert, how is the product? Huh? She speaks Mandarin. So she said, hey, June, what you send me? Is it hair product? Huh? The hair dryer? I don't want to know. You understand? She said, no, lah, this is a special product. So she said, you didn't read the manual or instruction? I said, no, lah, all Mandarin. I don't understand. She was shocked. No? I thought all the while, huh, you are Chinese educated. You can understand. You speak to me in Mandarin. Yes, I can speak, but I cannot read so she forward some uh, literature uh, and video to me in english so i read and i realized that this product is wonderful so i that was at night about 11 p.m so i just blow on my knee i have knee cap problem after three months of a lockdown at my home and i do the gardening where i squat down to do this uh, uh reading uh, Reading, so I squat. So I, I, after three months, I got the knee pain. So I was thinking after three months of this uh, knee pain, so I plan to visit my acupuncturist master. Okay, 
So when I saw this product, the literature said that this one can help many things. So I just blow five minutes only on the first night. On the second day morning, I came down, staircase, no pain, surprising. So on the second night, I start to blow again, also five minutes only. <laughs> so on the third day morning, I really feel no pain at all. And also, of, of course, I blow my face because uh, the testimony said that crow feet, ma. I'm 60 years today. You know? So crow feet and the age spot, all this, so I blow. So in fact, I have this uh, cataract, little bit cataract problem. So uh, on the third day, I went to meet up with my friends. He got a minor stroke. He was 60 years old, just like me. So I met him. I showed him this product. This product is so wonderful. So I'm wearing spectacles. No? My power about 400 to 500. No? So when I'm coming back from uh, Subang Jaya to my house in uh, Shah Alam, that is about 20 kilometers away. When I reach my house, I start to look, look for my spectacles. No? Where, man? Where I put? Oh, it's in my pocket. I'm wearing a long sleeve in my pocket. This means that I drive my car from Subang Jaya, 20 kilometers away, back to my home without wearing spectacles. Then I realized, oh, I, in fact, my eyesight improved a lot. So since that day, that was in the early July, I, I'm driving car without wearing my spectacles anymore. No? <laughs> Just in case you can't, I mean, the, the trying to hear the, the accents are pretty strong. But this gentleman has cataract issues in his eyes, and he went to visit a friend, and on the way back, he didn't even put his glasses on because he could see better and didn't need the glasses. And now he's driving without glasses, among other things. Uh, that's pretty interesting, and I can say the same thing. I've been using the uh, the device on my eyes, and um, I had LASIK surgery back in uh, 2001. My... Uh, vision before the surgery was 2200 and it was uh, after i had it done it was 2013 in the left eye 2015 in the right eye and it's uh, slowly over the last 20 years degraded somewhat to where uh distance vision was starting to get kind of blurry and uh, i've been using the device daily on my eyes and uh, have noticed i'm not quite back to 2020 yet but it's getting real close and when I'm out driving, I notice a definite difference. Uh, things are much, much sharper now. And also, uh, presbyopia, which is the situation of uh, needing uh, reading glasses when you get older, uh, that is actually getting better to the point where my um, I don't have to use as powerful a magnification in reading glasses. Uh, before, when I was reading a book or something up close, I would need like uh, three, three and a quarter uh, magnifications and now uh, one and a half to one and three quarters is just fine and I can read my books with no problem so uh, even up close vision which is something that uh, surgery can't fix you know this is helping with um, lots of other things too you know bone and joint issues uh, just overall body function is much better um, uh, agility uh, goodness uh, just mental clarity, everything I've noticed have really been improved going up and down stairs. Uh, something I found the other day that I didn't realize, um, because of my, the fact that I sit around a lot, my leg muscles have kind of atrophied. And in the past, if, uh, in the last few years, if I'd have to get on ladders and go up and down stairs a lot or something like that, 
my knees and legs would kill me for the next day or two. And on Saturday, my wife and I decided just for the fun of it to go out to a couple of uh, RV dealers and look at travel trailers. And every single one of those has, you know, three or four steps going from the parking lot up into the to trailer. And um, we must have looked at 20 or 30 different things. And I was up and down, up and down, up and down the whole time. And oddly enough, you know, I was I was walking all over these place, these uh, parking lots and distributor, you know, the centers and had no problem with walking, which is in, a, in and of itself is a, a blessing. And then no issues with pain in my legs or knees, either that at the time or over the next couple of days. Everything was just fine. Um, so, uh, you know, strenuous exercise and over and working things more than you normally do, especially when you get up in years, um, your recovery is, you know, I had instant recovery, really no pain, no nothing. And, um, I know for a fact, if I had done this a year ago, I would have been a hurting puppy for a couple of days at least. And, uh, it's just one more thing that I've found that these things help with. And I, I hit my legs and my knees uh, front and back every single day with this device. And um, since I've been doing that, you know, getting up used to be uh, listening to some Rice Krispies, you know, your snap, crackle, and pop. And uh, I used, you know, used to be when I'd turn my head, I'd have, uh, it would sound like a bag of gravel grinding against itself. And both of those things, the Rice Krispies and the gravel in my neck are totally gone. I have no problems with that anymore. And, uh, it's just amazing. So I highly recommend people check out the um, uh, system and you know, get it while you can. And I'm also going to, let's see if I can get through this. Um, uh, I have to shut off the sound coming from my computer so I can get through this. There's something so pure and genuine about a doctor. It's a doctor in Florida by the name of um, Sheila Day, and I'm trying to get it queued up. There we go. Let's see if this is it. She talks about a patient of hers, a little girl, who really had a, a strange illness. But did it with such passion. And that's why I contacted her. It's amazing, right? I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about why and how you decided to join. Um, okay. <laughs> Funny story. Um, I really was not interested. Um, I guess I guess this technology kind of came over here last July or so, and a lot of the people that I know started getting involved around December, and that's where all the messages started coming. Everybody's asking me to check this thing out, and I was absolutely not interested. My plate was overflowing. I had invested in some other technology. I was doing some really cool things, and it even been burned a time or two in the last couple of years. And it's like, I'm just not interested and everybody's asking. So here comes around the end of um, the end of April. I think it was one of the families that I support with homeopathic immunizations. Um, they have a child that has a really rare disease and I was not caring, caring for them in a um, medical fashion, only supporting with homeopathic immunization, especially anyone that's immune compromised. Um, injections can also be pretty dangerous. So um, the little girl, I had seen her go through chemotherapy. She'd had a leg amputated, even though this was not cancer. It's some kind of vascular issue. Um, disappearing bone is what they call it. 
And so, you know, we supported her with some other things that we did um, throughout all of that journey for her. She got a prosthetic around January, I think, and was doing very well, thriving, happy, dancing, jumping on the trampoline. And around um, end of April, I saw mom make a post on Facebook that the disease had showed up in one of her arms and my heart literally just sank. And I was like, okay, something's wrong. And so I called her and I said, I can help you. Let me help you. <laughs> I always think that because even if I don't have the answer, I know who does. So <laughs> I'm not afraid of anything because I just go to the source. And so she starts telling me the story and, um, you know, that nobody really understands this. Um, it's very rare. And oncology is the department that takes care of it. And I'm like, but it's not cancer. She said, I know. And I said, and they did that and took her leg and now it's back. So it's obviously not working. And she said, I know. And I said, this is not okay. So I told her, I said, I'll reach out to all the people that I know that could possibly help us. And I honestly believed I would find somebody and I didn't. I found nobody that understood what this was about. Most people never even heard of it. So I just hit the floor and I just started praying. And um, I know there's an answer. I just refuse to accept it. These bodies were created to self-heal. We were created for self-healing. I don't care what it is. And we were given everything in the beginning. So I just started praying. And literally within a couple of hours, one of the many, many people who had been bugging me about this wand just sends me a message on Facebook. And he says, hey, do you get that wand yet? He didn't even care where I got it. He just wanted to make sure I got it. And I'm like, no, I told you I'm not interested. And um, I mean, does that guy with the name starts with R? Yes, Ricky Brandino. <laughs> Ricky Brandino, wow. So, thanks. He had been bugging me for thanks months. Ricky Brandino, right? I mean, yes, you know, eternally grateful. Everything happens for a reason, you know. That's exactly right. And the timing, because, you know, a lot of other people yeah, had yeah. approached me. And um, I'm very grateful that I'm working with Ricky because he is an amazing man. Um, so anyway, so he, he starts asking me, um, you know, about checking this out and I'm like, I'm not interested. And he's like rolling his eyes. He's like, are you kidding me? And I said, no, I, I'm, I'm, my plate is full. I'm just not interested. I don't want any more businesses. I don't want anything else. And he's like, he says, are you a doctor? And I said, yes. And he said, well, why would you not want the most advanced healing technology available to mankind for the people that you take care of? And I'm like, I have so many things already. We're doing great work here. <laughs> he's like, he's sending me all these um, testimonials of doctors and clinics and, and all these results that they're getting. And I was like brushing it off. I was, I was busy. It was late. And I had things to do the next three days. And he says, I'm going to send you one of these and I want you to try it. And I'm like, ah, I don't even have to pay for it. I guess that can't hurt. So I'm like, whatever, it's it's on you. And you know the and story, right? The, the the way he got in, he didn't have yes. to pay for it either, right? Someone sent it exactly. to him. <laughs> I did end up paying him back within a few days. <laughs> but he sent, he has it sent, and I'm still blowing it off. I got up the next morning. I had a three-day intensive, and of course, we're in scripture the whole day. And um, because it was more about natural healing and natural medicine and a God-given ability to self-heal. And I just felt like God tapping on my heart that whole day saying, Sheila, if there's anything that's going to help this little girl, it's tear hurts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I was so on fire when I got home from class that day, I started researching everything. I went through all the testimonials he sent me. I started getting in um, PubMed journal and the science and looking at all this. And I was literally on fire 
And I called her mom and I said, I think I have an answer. And she got excited. And of course she bought one right away. And then I had another little boy that I support their family that had just gone through chemo 10 years old with cancer. Why is this happening? Called his mom. Of course they've got it now. Um, And so that's what started it. And literally it arrived within a few days. Ricky had it like express shipped and I had already sold probably half a dozen. And then I started using it and I was like, this is so easy. And you can feel your cells talking, moving, shifting. And it's like this, your body just um, receives this and communicates. I want to share with this, this um, story, even though that's been like three months, we've been doing this for a little over three months now. Go ahead. Tell us. So I, I got a hold of mom. I try to stay in touch with her. So with her situation, they wanted to do an MRI within a couple of weeks. Um, after we had, we had one sent to them really quickly so that she could get started. And, um, mom asked if they could have six months and, um, they wanted, you know, they didn't tell them what they were doing. They just said, we would like six months to do some things that, you know, because obviously chemo was not working before. And, um, so I just contacted her a couple of weeks ago and I asked her if I could share, you know, what they've been experiencing. Cause of course you can't see anything. This is an internal thing, but I'll tell you the first day they used it, mom was sending me pictures and taking video and she was putting it on the foot and these little veins were popping up to the surface. So I could see it was vascular because the veins are very tiny. And, um, she's like, I don't, I don't know. She said, what do you think? The veins are just like popping up to the surface. And I said, well, how is she receiving it? She said, she said, it feels really good. And I said, well, is it getting red? She said, no. I said, is it irritated? She said, no. I said, what happens when you take it off? And she said, well, they go back down. And so this picture came into my head, like plants out in nature, reaching out for the sun, for the nourishment that they need from the sun. And it's like, that's what it felt like with her vascular system. So three months later, this little girl has been pain-free and she has had no fractures. When it was in her leg, she had five fractures and she was in a lot of pain. So she's getting, she's getting sessions um, almost daily. They're, they're a busy family with, um, you know, an orphan ministry and all kinds of wonderful things. They're an amazing family, but she's getting probably six, six sessions a week, which sounds pretty good because we like to have that day of rest. And um, I'm just really excited to see the results down the road. I'm really excited. But she's the reason that I'm here and on fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, thank God for that. That's all I can yeah. say. You know? and, uh, okay, I'm going to cut it short there. We're just about out of time. But uh, that's just a, a drop in the bucket. And if you, uh, I put the link uh, to my um, uh, website in the chat room. It's just uh, yourdiyhealth.com, Y-O-U-R. DIY, like do it yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. And um, that's a great place to start because it um, has a video, it has a picture of the device, and it has um, a uh, link to my YouTube playlist where this this video is located uh, so you can hear the whole thing. And I've got 40-some different videos up there right now. I'm always adding to it. And... Um, there's a whole bunch that talk about the te- technology, how the device is used, as well as um, the best part, tech, uh, uh, testimonies from people all over the world. And some of them are nothing short of miraculous uh, on dogs and horses and fish and people. 
Um, and the cool thing with the animals is there's no placebo effect. You know, with people, you get things, you try them out, and sometimes you wonder whether, you know, if if it's something that you can't actually see the change, is it something that actually happened, or is it something that just they in their head? Um, and the mind is a powerful thing. It can effectuate healing all by itself. And a positive attitude does help when you're using this device. But with animals, they don't know what's going on. They just, you know, know this thing is, uh, they feel better when they get around it. And um, they have results. And in one case, a little dog named Cowboy, who's owned by a 30-year-old or 30-year veterinarian, uh, had a cancerous growth on his lip. I mean, you could see this thing. It was pretty pretty pronounced, and the video's in my playlist. And um, they decided rather than doing a $1,500 surgery to remove this thing, which is very traumatic for the animal and for the people, not to mention expensive, um, they decided to use the iTeraCare wand. And in a couple of weeks of just wanding this dog a couple of minutes a day, the tumor was totally gone. The cancer was gone. And the dog was back to normal with no trauma, no problems, you know, no expense. The whole thing was just good all the way around. And uh, horses with uh, founder and uh, things like that where they, they have a hard time walking um, to the point where their owners are thinking about having them put down. And they use this device on them. And in a few weeks, they're back to pretty much normal. Um that says quite a bit when when you can use it on animals and have it work and not you know because they don't know any better it, if it works for an animal it works period if it doesn't work it doesn't work and um, that's why i keep saying you know check them out and uh, the the cool thing these things are 350 bucks you know that's u.s price and when you consider some of the things out there, the technology out there, like the Rife machines, the Heelys, the uh, uh, Beamers, and all the other things, you're talking thousands of dollars. This is a one-time $350 purchase, no extra fees, no recurring monthly garbage or anything. You buy it, you got it. And the only problem you have is a ten, you'll have a tendency to have sore jaws from talking and smiling all the time. <laughs> but anyway, um, I encourage you to check it out. We're out of time. Have a wonderful day. We'll be back Thursday, same bat time, same bat channel. Take care of your bodies because the only place you have to live. And I uh, just hope you have a blessed day. And uh, we'll see you soon. Take care and God bless.